Open your ears and lower your expectations. There's a new podcast sweeping a very small portion of the nation. Listen now, listen fast, because this episode may be their last. He's Sean, he's Chris, you should listen to this. It's an hour you'll never get back. On SoundCloud, ladies and gentlemen, Chris Honorado and Sean Bagnardi. Sean, I think people thought we had done our last podcast, hoped we had done our last podcast. As I've continued to tell people, we will consistently disappoint. We're back. It was almost an hour they never got back. Right, exactly. <laughs> we we were close. I, I had always said, once we don't do one, that'll be it. Right. Once we go a week with yep. no podcast. Yep. We went two weeks. We did. Yeah. Scheduling issues. You were off for a while. I was out of town for a weekend. That said, we just were too lazy to find another time to do it. Yeah, that's it. Chris Sonorato, Sean Bagnardi. It's an hour you'll never get back. We're on Facebook, uh, like our page, an hour you'll never get back. We're on Twitter, at Sean Bagnardi. Let me ask you something. And at Chris Sonorato. You can also email us, Sean, an (laughs) hour you'll never get back at gmail.com. We're done with the formalities. Yes. Okay. Launch into your precursor. Well, this statements. is about Facebook. Yeah. Was there a lot of feedback with not having two weeks <laughs> worth of shows? You know, surprisingly, there was more feedback. That I figured people wouldn't even say anything. Mm-hmm. Well, whatever. They're done. Or yeah. if at some point again they come back, okay, I'll listen then. But yeah, there were there were people concerned. This is the surprising part. Yeah. Concerned the Monday after the first Sunday we missed. What happened? No podcast. Right. I know. It's crazy. Uh, my, my cousin texted me the, the quote, I kind of look, look forward to this now every Monday. We, he, <laughs> we need to get him some help. Right. Yeah. He needs to be looked at. Yeah. But that's great. And those are the people we appreciate the most. So thanks for reaching exactly. out. Exactly. Yeah. We have an incredible guest on this episode. A relative of mine. Someone you know very well, uh-huh. and you will learn things you didn't know. Yeah. This is... My uncle David Bagnardi, my father's brother, yep. he is well known in the capital region, specifically in the gay community, sure. for his drag persona named Frida Munchon. And because of the name, I want to ask David what other names were on the table that he was considering as his drag name. Um, and because of that, it got us thinking Frida Munchon is a name that would play well in the adult film industry. Oh, absolutely. So I threw it out on Facebook. Send us some of your porn names. You you take your pet's name mm-hmm. and the street you grew up on and you <laughs> yeah. put them together. I'm telling you, mine is really good. There's some uh, there's some ones on Facebook, though, that are hilarious. We'll read those later on. Wonderful. Yeah. Uh, I have a cause that's going on this month I'm going to uh, to really get after. I'm, <laughs> now, I'm, not, I'm not in support. I'm, the cause is great. The way we go about supporting the cause i'm not in i'm i'm not in favor of <laughs> what is the matter with you a lot you got to i am also cause. going to rip a controversy i'm so glad i was out of out of town out of the state for when this controversy erupted because yep. otherwise you would have had to deal with me losing my mind about it at the time instead it's just delayed a week and i'll i'll go crazy about a controversy that erupted about a week ago or so 
But, but you're full of rage this week. Well, it's like two weeks of pent that's up. That's the problem. Yeah. Okay. That's the problem. And I'm going to tell a story mm-hmm. that happened about something that happened to us the other night. Yep. When we were where? At a bar. Right. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, Mad libs with us would be fun. Just at a bar. <laughs> yeah. This is, boy, this is an interesting one. Yeah. Sure is. That's all I'll say for now. Okay. Good. Yeah. Um, all right. So. More importantly than any of that, of course, we have some serious... And when we started this podcast, we kind of said, you know, we'll obviously occasionally mention, like, news of the week and stuff like that. But for the most part, it's not going to be a very... It's not going to be a podcast with a serious tone. This week, uh, there is certainly some a serious event we need to talk about. And there's no reason to even dance around it. Of course, it's the attacks uh, on Paris uh, this past Friday night, the terrorist attacks... Uh, that took us all by surprise. I remember when I first heard about it, we're, we're both at work. When I first heard about it, kind of just sounded like um, one event, right? I mean, there were shootings. I had I, I first heard about the shootings as yeah. opposed to the explosion at the soccer stadium. Um, yeah, it's really interesting how things kind of develop when you're in a newsroom right. at the time of breaking news. Because when we first hear, you know, there are couple pockets of violence happening right. in france you think not that you think so what but when you're assembling a local newscast sure. for 20 minutes to go before the show i mean right. we see that kind of thing i don't want to say all the time no. but almost all the time Too where, often enough right you know uh, something there's a shooting or there was some kind of explosion or something in let's say europe and there there could be some casualties yep. okay well to, to people in our viewing area, right. that's going to be important, but not as important as some of the other local stuff we have to get to. Well, it's worth certainly a mention instance, in our show. David Sweat, one of the prison escapees, was sentenced that day. Right. Right. And so you think to yourself, okay, like, well, this is obviously, you know, going to be going to be newsworthy and, and has to be in the show. And, and since it's breaking news right in the first block of our show at five o'clock right. and then over the course of the next 10 minutes from when we like really started hearing about it to when we got a sense of the scope of what was taking place and not we didn't really even at that point but we knew this was something much much bigger and now not only does it become your lead story that day it becomes pretty much the only thing you're going to talk about in your yes, newscast no because about it's it. just it it was eerily similar and I wasn't in a newsroom on 9/11 wasn't in the business yet but no, I was in high either. school but yep. It, it's eerie, eerily similar whenever you have that kind of terrorism. I mean, that's what we think of now, that day. Horrific acts. Um, the death toll will rise. Uh, even after this recording of the podcast, there were obviously victims in, in critical condition. Right. Uh, how many separate incidents? Six, seven, eight separate incidents. Yeah, and they've got 129 I think it was the last number I okay. saw on the death toll, and there were like over 300 hurt. Yeah. So, I mean, this, and like you said, a lot of them critically. So, there's video out there of a French journalist, they, they say a French journalist, anyways, like on a rooftop shooting down into an alley outside the Bataclan. Yeah. Um, at people running away, but their bodies in the alley, people who had tried to get to the doorway, maybe fell through the doorway, but just down and obviously dead, you know. It's it's unbelievable. Right inside this this concert hall where they had like a hundred hostages, it just turned yeah. into right. you know execution after right. execution, and these people were they were they were blowing up the victims, yep. the the hostages, right. and blowing up themselves. As the, a lot of these were suicide bombings. It's just uh, 
it's it's hard to stomach, really. To yeah, I mean, what, what what has to it all has to lead here. What is our plan? Not even just as our singular nation. What is our plan from a world perspective? Right, the world to stop <laughs> right. ISIS. Right. I mean, well, yeah, terrorism. I suppose. Sure. But, uh, there is are, ISIS not at the forefront of all this now? Of terrorism, I guess? Sure. They are now, certainly. Um, you would think. I mean, th- there's no—it's it, very difficult. It's a difficult mission. Yes, okay, no obviously. doubt. Right, you can't just but, drop a bomb here and right. oh, everything's done. But you would think that the governments of the world mm-hmm. who are victims of these attacks should right. be able to put their heads, their militaries, their governments together and— root out what is, in the grand scheme of things, a small percentage of the world's population. Sure. Not that easy. No. And this is... But it would be nice, wouldn't it, to see some of the world leaders actually working together in a public forum? I mean, we don't see... We don't see ever see that. Well, yeah, I mean... No, that, you shake a hand at a press conference, great, take some pictures. But, I mean, really? Yeah, the... I know, and I and I feel, and maybe this is just because we see it from the American perspective. But I feel like whenever there's any kind of coalition uh, assembled to, yeah, to I know. go against these people, I it know. seems like it's you know when it's a U.S.-led coalition, yep. Yep. it's like us. And, and sure, you get you get the the verbal support right. from a lot of other governments yep. and countries, but yep. you really get the support that you need. But here's the here's the the real thing with okay. a war on terror the way I see it. Okay. We want to fight we want to fight this in ways in which you cannot win a war because we want two things. We want our people to stay out of harm's way. Mm-hmm. And we don't mm-hmm. want to be responsible mm-hmm. for killing innocent people. Right. You have to decide if you're going to win any kind of war which one of those two you're going to do, if not both. That's the way war has been won. Most wars in history have been won, not by the number of soldiers killed or the number of you know, enemies killed, but the number of innocent people mm-hmm. who were killed, mm-hmm. generally. Yep. Now, this is, this is a much different kind of war. It's not country against country, government right. against government, military against military. It's, it's very different. But at the end of the day, you're either going to have to put our people— in harm's way, yep. or you're going to have to kill innocent people in other parts of the world, right. most likely. Yep. And until we really accept that the, the, the one of those we have to settle with, if not both, I mean, that's the reality. If we don't do that, you're, you're never going to even put a dent in this kind of terrorism. Yeah, I mean, we all want an end to ISIS. Is, are we ready to accept troops in Syria? I mean— it, Right, we hate it. We we hate the idea of it. Right, but we also hate the idea of sure, of course, this kind of right. thing happening in in the news and um, the the images. Very hard to watch mm-hmm. this week, and of course, mm-hmm. the the response is always right away. We have to do something. Things somebody needs to step up and do something. And I get that our best people, our best minds, are they, they know this and they're working on it. I get that. Yeah, I, I, look. We are not here with solutions. We never are. No, right. we never are. Yeah. That's why elected officials are people other than us. Yes. They're supposed to be smarter and more well-equipped to deal with these types of issues. And, and 
I know it isn't. You can't just all of a sudden invade one country right. and ISIS disappears. That is not how it works. The network is expansive. Yeah, but we're as too, we've come to find in my out. opinion, we're a little bit too lenient on the governments of these other countries. Well, where yeah, the, I know that. You know, I mean, look when we get when we Osama bin Laden is in a, a fucking fortress right. in Pakistan. Pakistan yeah. I mean. They didn't know that. I mean, of course, it was they were providing that for him. Right. Whatever arrangement he had. I mean, we're not stupid. To me, that's almost just as much an act of war as some of these acts. I mean, if you're going to harbor a terrorist like that, so to me, we're a little bit too too lenient. But there, there's so much at stake, and it's so much more than just politics. I mean, the balance of power on the planet is so delicate, and with with nuclear weaponry, right. I mean, things are always just this close to going to World War Three, and you know, I think Russia's Russia does not help in in nope. in, uh, nope. in this in this discussion, and things are very difficult. And again, yes, we don't have any solutions. No, but boy, I mean, think about it, the last fifteen years of our lives. Of course, the way the world has changed, it's 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 incredible. All right, Sean, I was. What should I? What should I go after first? I'll, I'll I'll take this on first. The controversy that erupted. You let me know if it was about a week ago when I was in L.A. Uh, celebrating my uncle my uncle's 80th birthday party. By the way, my uncle has agreed to be on the podcast. Well, that's that's great. So but, we will start you know. with him and and try to use like the tentacles out into. See, I like this the Hollywood yeah. business. I also feel like we've run out of guests now. We're just going with our uncles. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> How many more Your uncles Your uncle do this we time, have? my <laughs> uncle next week. Right, exactly. <laughs> All right, so I, I think this happened when I was in L.A. I was not really hooked in on social media or anything during my three or four days out there. This The Starbucks Red Cup controversy, boy, I just read about it when I came back. When did it happen? About a week ago, right? I don't know, more, a little more than that maybe. Yeah. What we, is the problem? The problem is that these cups used to have caricatures that represented Christmas in some way, like a Christmas tree or a reindeer or a Santa or a candy cane. Yeah, what? but from what I'm I'm told, something as innocuous as a snowflake. Okay. And so, people have major issue here that, it, that Starbucks has gone to just a flat red cup with the green and white Starbucks logo. What colors represent Christmas, Sean? Green and red. And what do we have on the cup? Green and red. What's the issue here? The cups, when I saw the cup, I still said, Boop, they're out with Christmas is this, cups already. Is this a... So why are people like, no, it's not It's not Starbucks calling it a holiday cup but now who's or complaining? like a holiday tree. But are people really complaining? Oh my God, yeah, absolutely. People are really upset that... This was, oh, don't ask me that question, it was on the news everywhere. No, I know it was, but what I wonder, yes. what I wonder in this kind of scenario is, are we being played? By Starbucks. Yeah. Because what's everybody talking about now? The cups. Starbucks and their holiday rollout, whatever. <laughs> That's so ridiculous. Um, I don't know. Are, are people really complaining? about? Are, are they really? No. Well, Who's I, complaining? I, I, nobody. Enough people for there to be yeah, but nobody, coverage of this. Okay. No, nobody, nobody I've encountered in my life yet but complained you've, but about you've, the cup you've read about it you've seen it you've seen it on social media but i haven't seen it in person okay you haven't seen it on facebook 
People don't interact in person anymore. They just put stuff on Facebook. Uh, no, none of my Facebook friends have said this is bullshit. What's with these cops? Okay, so someone's at uh, at the forefront leading this charge. I don't know who it is, but it's been enough for there to be coverage of it everywhere. Right. Okay. Yeah, it's, I agree with you. It's total bullshit. It's still if a it's Christmas. Tr- I think cup. it might be even deeper bullshit. Well, that's all. Yeah. Okay. Nefarious bullshit. All right. So I'm glad you're with me on that. Yeah. Let's see if you're with me on this one. Okay. The month of November, mm-hmm. as we know, has turned into this reason to not shave. Yeah. It's called Movember. It's called No Shave November. It started in Australia as a way for um, awareness towards men's, men's health issues. Right. Prostate cancer uh, being one of them. So what? We just grow facial hair and all of a sudden people say, hmm, important men's health issues at stake. Okay, but here's my problem. Any- my problem with it, here, my problem is not the cause. <laughs> my problem is that we are encouraging uh, yeah. people who shouldn't have facial hair to now all of a sudden grow facial hair. Some people look good with a beard or a mustache or a goatee, whatever. Right. The majority of mankind does not. Yeah. And now we're just sa- telling people, hey, take the next 30 days, don't pick up a razor, <laughs> become a caveman. We, we should, right. So How does saying- that... We, what what is the color associated with men or boys? Yeah, blue. Everyone wear blue. blue. Uh, yeah. American Heart Association, <laughs> you wear red. Okay. Uh, breast cancer so, with women, pink. Well, men can't seem to figure this one out. So this is kind of the equivalent of if we were going to have like don't eat right February. Yeah. You just but that's stuff not a your good face. cause. No, that's not a good cause. No, for to for uh. Starving, starving kids. You're gonna, you're gonna. <laughs> okay, I see what you mean. Yeah, right. Whatever. Well, like, so for instance, there's a stomp out. Uh, there's stomp out hunger. Ever, I forget what month <laughs> that is, but it is somehow the postal service is associated with that. Right. Yeah. I, I'm not gonna eat for a month. <laughs> right. This is not a good idea. Correct. Yeah. So why we should have Peter Hooley on the phone? We our, should. Yeah. Our, <laughs> our Australian correspondent. <laughs> Do you? What's your facial hair status? I see you don't have any now. Do right. you ever? Do you ever let it go? Do you ever think to yourself, "I'm going to try a beard"? Never, never. If anything, it becomes like three days. I just haven't had to be on air, and I may not shave in that time. Hmm. That's it. No interest in even. Never. Now my brother has had a beard. He's had a goatee. Um, he is doing no shave November, and he's raising money. Which will be donated somewhere, I don't even know. But that's great. You could just put out the call to action to donate money. Okay. You don't you need to grow the beard. I think my sister-in-law doesn't mind the beard, which isn't helping, Kelly. Right. Yeah. You know, there are worse things, though. Of course there are. People could do than let their facial hair grow. And... And like I said, some people can get away with it. The The problem is we're now encouraging the rest of the population to just not shave. Isn't the cause more important than how some people look, though? I mean, you don't you don't necessarily look good um, with a pink sleeve or swinging a pink bat if you're a baseball player during breast cancer awareness. Right. But it's still done. It's almost like. It stands out. That's the whole point. Whether it. it looks good or not good, the idea is to stand out. Okay. What you understand. Sure. Let's wear bright blue. Okay. There you go. All right. All right. We solved that one. 
Boy, you're full of hate. <laughs> I'm not full of hate. I just don't get it. Okay. I just don't get it. That's uh, all. Can I tell a story now? Uh, I guess. When are we going to get to these porn names? This is oh, what let's the people do that want. next. All right, we can do that next. All right. We obviously, two weeks we had to get this show together. We obviously didn't talk about the format of how we were going to do it. We never do. People complain that we have no direction. We realize that. So I put out on Facebook that you and I would share our adult film names, taking the pet name, the the street you grew up on, the name of that street, because of your uncle's great drag name, Frida Munchon. Right. What is your, should I read our, let, uh, let me read our Facebook responses first, okay? Okay. Ray... Checks in with Lady Homestead. <laughs> not bad. It's not bad. Uh, Shanna, Christy Mona. Mm. She edited in boom just for effect. Uh, my buddy Matt Wiggles Gotham. Billy Blake, who we Gotham? both know. Gotham? Gotham. No, it's Gotham. In that area, the, the street name is pronounced Gotham. Wiggles is a good. Wiggles is really <laughs> yeah, that's good. That's not bad. Uh, Billy Blake goes with Daisy Glendale. Oh yeah, that's great. Uh, our buddy Eddie, I, I'm I'm gonna Abedar Philly, A B E D A R, Abadar, Abadar, Abadar Philly. Uh, my sister in law Kelly comes in with Pee Wee Woodrow. Oh boy, not bad. Pee Wee Woodrow, Pee Wee Woodrow. Oh wow, yeah. How about Josh uh, with Harley Wisteria? Our buddy Matt, who just celebrated a birthday, by the way. Happy birthday, Matt. Happy birthday, Matt. Uh, Mickey Willow. Mickey, Mickey Willow. Willow. You know who this doesn't work for? Mm. People who grew up in a city, and it's like they grew up on 6th Ave. Well, yeah, right. <laughs> right. That's true. Okay. We've eliminated them. All right. Um, another Matt, Blackie Butternut. Wow. I like that one. Do you have a favorite? I'm, I'm, I think I'm getting there. Okay. Um, this is good. Carolyn with Lucky Cannonball. <laughs> that one's, that, that's good. Uh, yeah. That one's and good. And these are porn names as opposed these are to porn drag. Names. Yeah, or, these are porn yeah, names. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Ashley with Cuba Sparrowbush. Another map. Tank Cadillac. Tank Cadillac. Yeah, Kate, who who composed the uh, theme song for this podcast, Missy Watkins. Hmm. How about uh, if I told you this is an old high school teacher of mine? Hold on. What if I told you, Chris, I had a date tonight with with a girl uh, named Missy Watkins? Watkins. What would you think? Uh, She was a stripper. Exactly. Uh, A a high school teacher of mine has Susie Q. El Dorado. No way. Well, what do I to tell you? How about Paul? We work with him. Spadman. Buddy Birchwood. Buddy Birch. That's a good. That's as a great. guy. Yeah. yeah. Anything with wood yeah. and solid. A guy I went to high school with, Doug, Samantha Pepperbush. That's <laughs> that one's really good. So do you have a favorite out of those? Uh does one really stick out that you remember? I'll, I'll I can give you mine. What's yours? Mine from home. Well, so we're going first pet. Is that the idea? Yeah. Unless you have a pet with a really good name that you'd rather just substitute that one in. No, I'll go with it was the main first pet we had. Okay. Alaska Bame, B A M E. Alaska Bame. My mom has this thing about I naming love all of I our love the... naming all of our pets after states. Yeah, I love it. So we've had dogs, you know, Texas right. and Jersey. But you have dogs. So is there is there a Nevada? 
right? Yep, Nevada. And, and then there's offspring from Nevada. Right. So what we what what happened was Texas and Nevada had puppies. <laughs> and I said, well, Mom, instead of naming them just other states, right. you should name them after cities yep. in Texas and Nevada based on male-female. Right. So there was a male – no, there were two – they're just two females – and they were the Reno and Vegas. Yep. And then Texas had a male from another litter who okay. we named Dallas. Awesome. Who went to another awesome breeder. Um, Christy Mona is really good, right? Daisy Glendale. Yeah, that's a good one. What's the other wood one? Pee Wee Woodrow. Yeah, I think I like that, that might one. Be my favorite. Lucky Cannonball is good. There's some good ones here. Some really good ones here. Yeah. Mine is Misha Midwood. <laughs> Misha. Misha. You had a. It was a golden retriever. A dog. Okay. Yep, golden retriever, Misha. Midwood, I, Midwood Lane? Midwood Road. Road. Grew up 17 Midwood Road. Yep. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. We, we got some good ones. I like that. Those are good. I don't, I don't know that anything beats, and I, I realize it's different from adult film to uh, drag, but still, I don't know that anything's beating uh, Freedom Munch on. No. I, <laughs> yeah. It's genius, really. It's really good. Yeah. All right, tell your story. <clears throat> okay, so you and I mm-hmm. are at a bar. Oh, my Lord. Get some different stories. I know. And <laughs> these these two ladies who we had encountered in the past at this bar. Yeah, a while back, y- yeah, though. Yeah, and younger. Right. They were, they were, at the time we first encountered them, mm. at least one of these two ladies was not old enough to be in the bar. Is that allowed? <laughs> Well, you can I, you can be in the bar, I suppose. I'm just kidding. Like um, we weren't all there at one point. But I yeah, uh, I'm pretty sure she was 19 at okay. the time. Fine. This is years ago now, though. Yeah. Okay. So the other night we see them out, or more specifically, they see us. Mm-hmm. I hear the one say to the other. Well, I see, and I didn't even this, know what was going on. But we're set up at the bar. You're like two or three bar stools away from me, right? Right. Okay. And they were. They were you were to On my left. Side, they yeah. were to my right. Yep. So I hear the one say to the other. This is a quote now. Okay. Okay. Quote. All right. Oh my God, that's Chris Honorado. Okay. End quote. It's a very common reaction. <laughs> I mean, what? What? What is so wrong with that, Sean? Oh come on. All right. <laughs> so I look to you and I say, I don't, "Heads up." Yeah. Heads yeah. up. Okay. So I knew they were coming. Okay. So they they go over to you. They open with yeah. not with, hey, right. We used to see you in here once in a while, whatever. They open with, yep. Chris, hi, we're blah and blah. Sure. You follow us on Twitter, right? <laughs> now, what? Yeah. What world do we live in when somebody opens a discussion with you by saying you follow us on Twitter? That world. Yep. We live in that world. <laughs> in this one. Yes. yes. And which, by the way, they were also very impressed that you have the check mark that you're verified. I know, that was, they yeah. were very impressed with they that. They were, yeah. Okay. I had no doing with that. Unbl- yeah. Right. So now. Nothing to do with that. You know, we always joke around about going out with you as Prince Harry. I feel like I am out with him now with the way these girls are re- reacting. No. Right? Could you imagine if but people who are listening who, who, who know Channel 13, could you imagine if you were out with Bob Kovacic? Well, I've been out with Bob, and, and it's a it's, what a world. Yeah, of course, yeah. it's it's similar to this, right. yeah. only on a larger scale. Oh, that's okay. all. It's yeah. the only difference. And he's got all he's got underage women now, into oh, him too. Forget it. Of course, They're, for him, everybody's now, underage. Now, here's what happened: was however many years back, 
we we meet them at the bar you were there yeah we get home and like one of them tweeted something whatever and started following me sort of the other so then i just like you know you, so you follow back yeah no big deal right no no of course and you haven't communicated nobody's been in touch well, with no. them right of course not so but that was funny so so we took a picture we did and you remember what corinne said no what'd you say Said something to you. You then relayed to me. She didn't want you to tell me before the picture. Oh yeah, she said. Uh, she picked the most obscure. Oh yeah, I would have she never said. Thought. She said this is. Uh, she goes. Oh my god, I feel like we just took a picture with Shia LaBeouf. What is that? <laughs> First of all, I don't know if that's good or bad. No, me neither. It, she Isn't he meant a train wreck. He is, but she meant it as very complimentary. All right, well, <laughs> Shia LaBeouf. Good. Okay, good. This is great. Yeah. So we got talking to Sarah. And we mentioned about how we do the podcast, and how Sarah was a guest, mm-hmm. our first guest. First so guest. she's there working now. This is the other night she's bartending. Yep. And we got talking to these girls about some of this content Sarah had on the show, right. including the sex dungeon. Yep. And the one the one girl says, like I've either like I've heard of that place or whatever, like but yeah. I've I've been at this place where I've seen people having sex on a pool table. Mm-hmm. It's a bar called The Willow, right in Albany. Yeah. Now you hadn't heard of it. I hadn't Never. heard of it. No. It's very underground. And we got to thinking we could go to The Willow for a podcast. Absolutely. A little research. A little right. background. She said, "Well, <laughs> you need to know a few things before you get in." So, like what? Mm-hmm. Well, you have to know the knock. Sure. There's. <laughs> Every exclusive club or bar <laughs> has a knock or a password or yeah and okay by, wait, makes this sense. is not bullshit we, we it may be but we weren't right we weren't getting no bullshitted right <laughs> this okay we, we weren't getting bullshit right <laughs> this is this was she was legit about this okay right. yep. so there's a knock that. And she's telling us to go. You guys should go. You right. should see this place. Right. Sarah, meanwhile, is like, no D- way. No, no. Yeah. The knock is this. <laughs> Wait a minute. Yeah. Wait a minute. I, I must have missed something because it didn't sound that complicated. <laughs> no. Give us to give it to us okay, one more time. One more time. That's it. <laughs> one, two, one. Now that's it. That's the whole knock. Now, Elvis. If you and I were to show up. Right. If you and I were to show up and do that, there's no way in hell they're letting us in. No. Well, no way Elvis is letting us in. That was <laughs> right. He's Elvis the is the guy who yeah. answers the door, right. so we were told. Yeah. So we, we now know this bar's name. Mm-hmm. We know the guy, the gatekeeper. Yep. We know the secret knock to get in. Right. We're not going to go. No. <clears throat> We've been told it's a, it's a rougher scene than we are able to handle. Which doesn't say much. Nope. But yeah, Sarah kind of gave us the yeah, insight. She's like, a good. Uh, she's our conscious. Yeah, the clientele there, mm, maybe on drugs. Well, yeah, at, at all times, sure, right. There's a reason you disrobe and make love on a pool table. <laughs> there is. Yeah. There are many reasons mm-hmm. why you might do that, but yeah. Mm. Okay. Well, how do you feel about public intercourse? I'm okay with it. When you say you're okay with it, you're okay with other people doing it, or you have an interest at some point in your life to... Yeah, I think everyone wants to experiment with that. Okay. No, everyone does no, not. No, you don't. Well... You don't have... that. There isn't any little bit 
of you inside you where you think that might be some kind of thrill or there might be some adrenaline rush. Oh, there'd be an adrenaline that. rush. Yeah. I'm also thinking, like, the fewer people who see this, the better. <laughs> well, but, but no, here's the thing. Okay, now you're saying you're putting it on a pool table in a crowded bar. Different. I think the majority of, the pe- of people feel like they would like to do it in a public setting to test whether or not they'd be caught. Oh, well, that's different. Uh, it's still in public. So you've never... Now, I don't want to nec- I don't really want to <laughs> see it. If it's happening, I kind of be like, whoa, those two people having sex. And then divert my attention. So for you, it's more about... Of course. The... You don't necessarily need an audience or want an audience. No. Oh. It's about doing it in public. And maybe maybe you'd be caught. Maybe. Oh, I've done that. Okay. Yeah. But, like, in college... You never had sex in college in, like... In one of the yeah that that's not doing like in not in the common room but in like the student in the lounge or whatever the hall the dorm lounge that's not that, what about that's not getting it for me what enough. about another building on campus that's not the dorm that's fine yep that'll work that counts sure all right yeah I'm with you yeah I wouldn't want an audience right but I'm okay with yeah dressing but room there at Macy's is the sure. part where you maybe be caught yeah sure all right good so we're not going to the willow. We're not, no. So you told the story just to tell people listening that we had a good podcast idea, but we're not going to do it. Last time we had an episode, all we did was talk about things we might do on this podcast. Now we've t- taken two weeks off, and you're just going to tell people about what we're not going we're to not do. We're not going to do okay. it. And, and again, it's, and again <laughs> this is a show about doing a podcast well, of course it is. <laughs> every single time. Great. Thankfully, though, unlike the last episode, yep. we have a guest this week. Thank God. Well, I'll let you handle the introduction here. He is your uncle. Oh, all right. So this is <laughs> this is my uncle, David Bagnardi. But you also have some other personalities. Yes. Before we get to that. Several. Thank, thank you. Yes. Yeah, Thanks exactly. For doing Multiple, this. I think is what they call it <laughs> clinically, right? right? Exactly. Uh, I'm only two people. <laughs> well, thank you for being on our broadcast, our the return of our broadcast. Yes. We, we missed a couple weeks, as we said earlier. So Not thanks good. for Not being our good. guest. <laughs> Where's the ethic? Where's the ethic? If anything, we're consistently inconsistent. <laughs> yeah, it's what we do best in life. <laughs> a lot of serial killers are like that. Yeah, okay, good. good. Great. <laughs> All right, so as we said, the other persona, Frida Munchon. Yes. Tell us who Frida is and the genesis, the birth of Frida, how that all started. Okay, well, first of all, Frida Munchon is an area drag performer uh, who... Um, does a lot of benefits, uh, just likes to get out, and her whole thing is just spreading love. That's what she's all about. Every day on my Facebook, I put Aunt Frida's tip of the day, and at the end, I always put remember the love, because that's what it's all about, damn it. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> Frida was born, I used to, um, the, at the community center, the Pride Center, there used to be a coffee house. And I used to uh, work at the coffee shop at it. And one day there was music on, and I was lip-syncing it. It was probably I Will Survive, but I was, like, just lip-syncing the song. And a friend of mine said, you should do drag. And I went, oh, I would not be a pretty woman. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> Turns out I'm a very pretty woman. That's right. Gorgeous, very pretty. Actually. Oh my god! You. Oh my god! Check my Facebook page. Better you looking as pictures. a woman or a man? Oh, either way. Okay. You know. <laughs> You're so pretty on yeah. both sides. My, doesn't matter. I'm just pretty. Look up in a dictionary. It's got two pictures of me. One like now, and one in drag. That's just the way it is. So I said, "Oh, that would be pretty bad," but. Uh, they said, well, you really got a talent for it. So I thought, so then my friend, Carmi Hope, my partner in crime, we sing a lot together, had a show called Bridges. And it was an established drag queen brought out a new drag queen to be their daughter. Okay. I was brought out by my, my now sister, Patty Kettleton. <laughs> now, Patty Kettleton was a girl who loved nature in spite of what it did to her. She was beautiful. She always had red and white hair, outrageous outfits. She's since moved to New Jersey and lives with a couple go-go boys, I believe. Mm, okay, sure. That's what she goes now. But she disowned me because she realized she was younger than me and she wouldn't, <laughs> didn't want to be my mother anymore, <laughs> which I don't blame her, you know? I mean, I was like 10 years older. She's like, I'm not going to be your mother. You're older than me. So we, we joke about it all the time. How often are you Frida? How many Frida events will you do over the course of a month? Uh, it depends. I mean, in the summer, I don't do it at all. <clears throat> I don't, it's just too hot, mm. you know, and, you know, the sweat, and it's just not pretty. <laughs> so, but um, it depends. Like, this has been a very busy month. I've probably done it like, well, actually, October was a very busy month. I probably did it like seven or eight times. Wow. When, it's okay, I mean, the, my biggest question when I first saw the name, and Sean and I ha have talked about this, how did you decide on Freedom Munchon? Because even out of the other names you just threw out at us, Freedom Munchon's the best one out right. there. Yeah, yeah. I, you know, I don't, honestly, and I, I, do, I do remember, it was at the community center, and somebody said, if you did drag, what your name be? Sure. So we came up a list of 100 drag names, and Freedom Munchon wasn't even on it. But they were like, uh, Porta Potty, the bitch with the shitty attitude. <laughs> I was almost it. And then there was a charity case. Yeah. I mean, there was a lot of good ones on there. Yep. But somebody said, what would it really make me? So I'd, I'd be this like big blonde German woman named Frida. And they said Frida Lay. I said, no, there's like 15 drag queens okay. named Frida Lay. So I go, Frida Munchhaus. Frida Munchan. <laughs> That's what, and it just popped in. And, and, and everybody said I should do it. And from the first show I did, and that April 14 years ago now. Wow. Yeah, that's what I was going to I started drag at 44 when most people are quitting. Yeah. Good for you. You know, so, and and um, everybody think, oh, you've been around for like 30 years. 14, you know. So you've done it for 14 years. How long yes. does it take to become Freedom on Sean? Um, it depends. I, I have, I can't do my own makeup because I have issues with my shoulder. Okay. So I have several people do it, but the main person who does it is Amanda Love. She's <laughs> amazing. She, she makes this pretty. She does. She's amazing. She actually works at the make, at the makeup counter at Macy's as okay. a boy. All right, then. My friend Frankie. Yeah. Oh, you know what? I think I bought clothes from Frankie. Yeah, you have at Macy's. Yeah, yeah, he yeah. used to be in men's. <laughs> now, right, and he was a roommate of yours He's the only point, reason right? you have any clothes that actually look good. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. Because other than that, they'd be like Brooklyn Nets t-shirts. All uh, right, here we go. I get him a t-shirt every year just to make sure he has a respectable superhero. Oh, there you go. That's right. Yeah. You know, you okay. have to do that. But um, he does my makeup, and he likes to have at least an hour and a half or two hours. Wow. You know, because he's 
perfectionist and he yeah. does make me look good and if someone else it's funny if someone else does it it's really strange like whiskey uh whiskey sour who it used to be patty kettleton whiskey sour <laughs> does my makeup now okay and i thought patty kettleton went to new jersey yeah and okay. this is her sister whiskey oh gotcha okay <laughs> This is our sister, Whiskey Sour. And um, when he does it, he does a great job. It looked yeah. really good. But it looks more like something that, like a sister of Whiskey's. Mm. And then my friend Lyle does it, and I look like what he would look like. So you can tell just by looking at my face who did my who makeup, did the makeup. Like. Okay. So But no, it's but usually, F- Frank is the best. There's no doubt about it. He makes me look, I mean, I look at the picture and go, who the heck is that? You know? <laughs> So he's the best. But I'd say an hour be- between everything, makeup and getting everything on and uh, the spanks. I am spanked to the tits. Oh, boy. boy. Yep. Mm-hmm. And, and, you <laughs> we know, don't know the feeling. But I can't go no. by a fire yeah. because between the hairspray and the, and the padding, I'd be like, whoosh. You know, like a towering inferno. So tell us about Frida in the community and the kind of response Frida gets and the growth of Frida's popularity within the gay community. Well, it's it's Is strange. it just the gay community or gay and straight community? Uh, I've, I've done uh, quite a few straight. Uh, we used yeah. to do uh, shows at Franklin's Tower. Um, it's a restaurant in uh, Albany. And it's we've, we've done a lot of straight events. I've done some breast cancer events and... You know, mostly mostly gay, but a lot of straight ones now. A lot of I, a lot of my friends on Facebook are straight. Mm. Uh, Frida started, and actually, kind of not a bet, not a dare or a bet, but you know, they just said you should try it, and I did. And the first, I'll never forget the first time I did drag, I lip synced one song. But I'm a singer; I sing live. So, so you actually sing? It's not lip syncing most of the yeah, time. Yeah, wow. But the first one I ever did, since I did a duet with my my. My ex-mother, Patty Kettleton, <laughs> God rest her soul, living with that go-go boy doing God knows what. But um, we did uh, uh, the first song I ever did was a song called "Emotion" by Barbara Streisand, and he had whiskey. She had a little fake guitar in the back, and I lip-synced. It was really good. Everybody had a good time. They thought I was really good. The second song, I said, "I'm a singer. I really want to sing," and I sang from Chicago. When you're good to mama. And I did the first line, but I had never practiced with people, and somebody handed me money. And the rest of the song, I just went, la, 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 <laughs> la, la, dee, dee, da, da, da. And I had the last note, and I held it for like a minute, and everybody said, and I made like $150 in one wow. song. So everybody was like, you know, oh, you were great, you were great. And I didn't even sing. What, what's <laughs> your favorite song to perform? My favorite song, oh, my God. Oh. Probably when I did it, I, we did it. We do a show for the the Gay Straight Alliance at RPI yep. twice a year. I think this might have been our last one, but we'll see. But um, I like to do Proud Mary. Oh my Proud God! Can Mary. you imagine seeing that? Actually, on my Facebook, there's a video. All so right, we, we have to Proud imagine. Mary. Good. Yeah. Yeah. So, and it's crazy because uh, uh, some of the girls were like backing me up and doing all the moves and everything while I was doing them. They all pooped out. And here I am, 58 <laughs> on the stage alone. Like, what? What? Where'd everybody go? You know. So, but and singing live, which I just had. I have knee problems. I just got. I just. I was telling Sean I just got a fluid drain from my mm. knee and some shots, and it's no pain, so I was able to do it. Otherwise, I would have been in a fin in a wheelchair, you know? All right, so... So in the community, right? Right. Okay. Um, about four, 13 or 14 years ago, they asked Carmi and I to, uh, to uh, MC the Pride Celebration. 
And we did that for like four or five years. Mm -hmm. And now we go on every year. We don't MC it anymore, but we go on and we sing a couple songs every year. And that's where most people know me from because there's been anywhere from 1,000 to 5,000 people at the event. Wow. Cool. Very cool. So I do that every year. And I've done a lot of like restaurants and I do most of my stuff at Rocks on Central Avenue. Yep. But I do some stuff at Waterworks too and other places. But, you know, Rocks lets me use the hall whenever I want. What's the strangest request Frida's ever gone? Well, let me tell you, the first time <laughs> the first time I ever put Frida online was back in the days on the big computers and I had just gotten a computer and I said, I'm gonna put a picture of Frida on, tell them what I do, that yep. I'm a drag queen and I do that. I spent the next two hours telling men no, I didn't married straight men no, I didn't want to go meet them and have sex with them. Married men. Married men. Straight men, he said. Straight. Married straight men. Married straight well, Apparently not. Straight. Well, right. You know, allegedly. But, you yeah. know, and so is pasta till you boil it. You know? Please. But, yeah, I could have. And I say to this day, if I was a whore, which I'm not, I'm a good girl. <laughs> yeah. I'm a good girl. Well, yeah. Frida's a good girl. I'm okay. going to go into my thing. Right. We don't. But, uh, but um, I could go online every day and have sex with a married man if I wanted to. See, to me, it's interesting that you say that. Every because day. Every yeah, day. every day. That's right. So we have a, a actually a, a mutual friend of all of ours in uh -oh. the gay community. Oh, yeah. Somebody used to work with us. Yep. But he used to tell me that he always thought the gay community is a little bit more promiscuous, I guess, than the straight community, and that people are more likely even to cheat on their significant others. It, do you see that a lot? I mean, is that the case? I think gay people are more open about it. Right. Interesting. Because face it, when when Stonewall happened in 1969, men did it by having sex with each other, and a lot of sex. That's how AIDS came about sure. because everybody just did everybody, you know. But I have a lot of I have a lot of gay friends right now who say they get luckier in straight bars and gay bars with guys. Wow, interesting. See, you that's know? and it's all changing. Waterworks is 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 not. Well, it's still a, uh, it's an alternative bar, and everybody goes there. Sometimes there's more women there. Than I was men. just going to ask. This is a naive question, but could straight guys do well at a gay bar with oh. women? Are there enough women? I don't know if they can do well <laughs> if they're. See, a lot of women do women go to a gay bar because it's they feel like they're not going to be threatened not by, and be hit bothered. on and yeah, right. That's why they go. Yeah, sure. But if I'm sure if a woman was there and a guy was there they liked, they'd go to they'd yeah. go after him, you yeah. know. I mean, come on, you know. But. Isn't it um <laughs> don't more physical things happen at certain gay bars than you might see at certain straight <laughs> bars? What Boy, you just just dance right around. <laughs> I it. did. Yeah, it was good, right? <laughs> what are some of the kind of stranger things you've seen? Well, some... most of the strange things have been in New York City, because I've seen a lot of stuff in New York City. All right, we'll give some examples. A lot of stuff in New York City. Recently. Um, uh, let's see. Well, actually, there's a bar in Provincetown that um, the first time I walked in, there was a man lying on the floor and, like, 20 men around him masturbating on him. <laughs> oh, well, I don't even want to. I mean, I could, so in, in high school, now, this never <laughs> happened, but there would always be this thing in high school. It would, it's called Cream and Cookie. And it would be, sure. have you seen, there are actually videos of this, of guys in a circle, right, masturbating, and the last one to come on the cookie has to eat the cookie. Right. Wow, interesting. That's a, I've, I've heard of that as like a frat initiation yes. thing, too. Yes, exactly. Yep. 
Yeah, I've I've heard of stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. I've heard. Of, yeah. I've heard. <laughs> I've heard of stuff. I've heard a lot of stuff. <laughs> right. But back in the day, back in the seventies, it was. I mean, you know, it's it's not like it used to be. I mean, you could go to a bar, and there was a lot of New York City had back rooms, and sure, that's why they were there, just to go back and hook up. You know, I stopped. I'm going to out myself when I was very young. Oh, my father never hears this. It would he won't. kill him. He's not. Believe me, he won't. It would kill him. If he, it, listen, if, this is somebody we know, okay? If he can even figure out how to turn his cell phone, this his, is true. his flip phone This is on, true. Right. So yeah, we're, 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 he can it. find a Mets game, though, right? But, yeah, he well, can. That's After he about calls it. one that's of us to figure out what channel yeah. we're on. Right. But um, I, when I was 16... I used to tell my father I was going to the Westgate Shopping Center, and at 8 o'clock I would hop on a bus to New York City, oh, go into wow. a, a club where you're supposed to be 21 yep. and just have a lot of sex. Sure. At 16? At 16. Wow. And And I stopped when I was around 20, probably in 77, because it just wasn't me. It just didn't feel right, and it probably saved my life because that's about when AIDS came out. Yeah, right. So if I'd kept doing it, I'm sure I would at least be sick, probably dead, because most people died back in that day, those days. So, See, I never knew any of this. Yeah. Well, this is why we do Oh, at, at, one, at right. one point, if there wasn't 65 men in a room, I wasn't happy. Please. <laughs> that's right. Exactly. Uh, so how, I guess, how young then were you when you said to yourself, I'm gay. I probably knew at eight or nine. Really? Really? Mm. Now, what? I mean, other than the attraction level, right? I mean, at eight or nine. Well, did I you knew find I girls liked. Like, I really. I would probably not that like, young. Right? I think we knew we liked girls, but we didn't know why, right? Well, I knew I liked Robin in those shorts. <laughs> I knew. I knew. No, so I, did Adam West. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I just saw him at Comic-Con. It's his last one. He's not doing well. He mm. could hardly walk. But he was walking through, shaking everybody's hand. But yeah. he was walking really slow, and he could look kind of out of it. I felt really sad. It was sad seeing him. Who like was that. your first crush? My first crush. You mean a, a celebrity? could be celebrity. celebrity. Yeah. Robin. 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 So there was, there was never a... Have you ever been attracted to a woman, you think, in your life? No. No. No, never. And it's strange because we were at a party, Whiskey and I were at a party about 15 years ago as guys, yep. and they went around a room, and we were the only two who had never slept with a woman. And there's a lot of gay men who haven't slept with women, but most gay men in, yeah. in high school or college, right. sure. you know, they have sex, and then they realize, well, that didn't do it for me. So then they right. you know, have guys. And, but I don't want to say there is bisexuality. There are people oh, yeah. who just like both sexes. I call them hogs. <laughs> please no no it's true though it's a, it's a real thing a lot of people think oh no it's just gay guys and gay women who just don't want to commit uh, i said no there are people who genuinely like both sexes sure sure all right so you will you're you're a man who is attracted to men yep. who dresses up as a woman but you have no desire to 
to be a woman, right? The, the Frida is a drag. That's acting essentially, yeah, right? Yeah, well, it's a, it's it's a it's a it's a, it's a mask. It's a makeup. It's right. a, it's a. I do it for only for entertainment. I don't want to hook up as. I've had offers, you know, yeah. and I'm like, I don't want it. It's no, I. I don't want it's just for entertainment for me it's all about entertainment and doing good i mean doing good benefits yep. are the best thing that i do I, yeah. I love doing benefits i mean i've always said this if you're looking in albany new york to make money doing drag move <laughs> because and i'm not saying that you don't get paid because there are some very genuinely generous people but you would have to do it every day you know and i ain't no, right. no. And, but you've and you've never had a feeling, David, where you would want to become, not Frida, but a, you've always been comfortable. I in am your a man. Body. I am a all man. Yeah. I don't want to be a woman. I don't want to be with a woman. I love women. <laughs> I do. I really love women. I have a lot of women friends, and I, I love hanging out with them. And you know. Now, what kind of man are you attracted to? Is it a is it a more masculine man or? If you're not attracted to women, I, I would think that maybe you're like more of a feminine man wouldn't do it for you. Breathing. <laughs> they a have heartbeat. To be. <laughs> at least a little warm. I tend to like Hugh Jackman types. Okay. Really big, hairy, like yeah. masculine guys. And but we're I, out. We're not that. Yeah, we're yeah. <laughs> but yeah. no, but I I I have I, and but it's that's like my ideal, but yeah. I, I kind of like really short guys too. You know, the kind of guy I could put on a necklace and carry around my neck. I like, you could be the dominating figure. Uh, well, no, I don't know. No. All right. Well, actually, actually, right. actually, someone just said to me recently, I, I, I want you to be my slave. I went, I'm just a little too opinionated for that. Sorry. No, I, I no, but I like, I, I like equal partners. Yeah. Okay. If you know what I mean. <laughs> I think I do. <laughs> I think I have an idea. Yep. All right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, but I've never wanted to be a woman. I don't want to be a woman. Yeah. I, and there's a line from a movie, Stonewall, that, the, the, that came out in the 90s, where the drag queen says, I'm a chick with a dick. We ain't done with his dick yet. <laughs> there you go. And that's what it is. Yeah. So then, so what do you think of the whole kind of Bruce Jenner Situation. I mean, you you don't obviously you're all about sharing the love. You don't care what people do, do if they want to no. change their gender, anything like that. Right? No, I mean, I, mean I, I I think that the whole trans thing is so misunderstood. I mean, it's not about sexuality; it's about gender, right? Totally you, about gender, and you know, and and I think it's great. You know, I mean, maybe not the best role model in a lot of ways, but at right. least it's visibility. Right. You know, but I have a lot of transgender friends, and um, and God bless them. They're starting to get their rights. I mean, there's a long way to go, but yeah. you know, I, it's 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 totally different. And I, and, and my one transgender friend said to me, "You're kind of like on the fringe of trans. I mean, there's so many levels, but drag is like that. But it's not transgendered at all. Yeah. I don't I don't identify as a woman. I think of it as a tribute to women. That's what I think of drag as." Mm. You know, a tribute to women, and you know, and it's just fun, fun, and you know, a lot. Of, look, as me, I, I could sing all day, and people would be like, "Hey, he's got a good voice." But Free gets up there, <laughs> and Free has changed me. You know, the first I sing with Capital Pride Singers, it's a gay and lesbian group in, okay. in, here in Albany, and the first couple concerts, I stood in the corner and cried because I had to go out on stage and sing in front of people. 
Yeah, I you're not so a shy nervous. person. Uh, not now. Frida just like, mmm, drag me yeah. right out. That's good. I mean, yeah. that's know? great. Because I had the mask on. And I would never think of going on a dance floor being the first one dancing. If Frida, I would be like out there just shaking it. Don't care, you know? What's, if there is one thing, what's the one thing? that straight people might not know about the gay community that they probably should? Wow, that's a good question. I think, to me, it's different. You're going to get, you're going to talk to another gay person and, and it's going to be a different answer. But to me, it's not that we want to assimilate. It's just that we want to be ourselves and be accepted, to me. I mean, I have a lot of friends who don't go out to bars anymore which you know i mean i understand they're they're, they're married you can marry now and a yep. couple of them have kids and they're living the life like that but i have friends who were like gay poster child and now all of a sudden they don't do anything gay hmm. it's just like you know and 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 also about drag when it comes to the gay community there are people in the gay community who think drag harms the gay agenda because, you know, everybody thinks we're drag queens and leather men and, you know. And I'm like, well, you know, it's just part of right. it's just part of it all. That's sure. all. I think, but I think that we just want to be ourselves. I mean, out of a group that doesn't want to be judged, probably shouldn't do some of the judging. Right. Is my exactly. thought. When were you first comfortable? You, you told us the story about when you were 16, you go to New York City. When were you first comfortable being who you are? Because clearly you're very comfortable being who you are now. Mm-hmm. Um... Probably uh, at the Pride Center when I was around 40, the time I moved out of my I stayed with my father till I was 40. Yeah. But probably the time I moved out of my house and I went to a peer support group at the Pride Center. And that basically made me say, okay, you know what? It's time. I just, I, you know, I was a miserable person when I was younger. Miserable. I knew I, knew I was gay, but I didn't know how to be gay yeah. other than the sex. <laughs> <laughs> when did you break it to... Like dad and some of the other, some of our other um, relatives. It kind of just morphed. Yeah. They knew, right? Did, they, did they act like, I Whoa. think everybody, no, 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 but my father probably wouldn't be able to deal with it. I don't think. Maybe he would. Maybe he wouldn't. I yeah. don't know. He do, probably wouldn't like <clears throat> the drag. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, you, you know, know, it's funny. I told Chris this. I said, he's seen you in drag and hasn't known it. Yeah. Because you've been on the cover or on the front page of new local yeah. newspapers no. and different things. And he reads the paper religiously yeah. every day. And because no. like, dad has told me, like, Frida's in the paper today. <laughs> and, you know, dad's out there looking at it right now. has no idea. No Would idea. never know. Yeah. Wow. Um, he does. So he's, and he's seen me on the news. I know he has because yeah. I was sitting with him once. I'm like, because <laughs> it was after Pride or something that I've been on TV for. Yep. I'm like, okay, you know, but um, I don't know. I think the first person I actually talked to about it was my my mother. Right. You know, and um, and my friend Donnie was good friends with my sister Rosanna, and she said, do you know my brother? She, he told me this later. Do you know my brother David? And he goes, no, because we didn't know each other at the time. She goes, he's gay, but he won't tell anybody. <laughs> so they knew. They all discussed it. You know, yeah. and it just kind of morphed into sure. like whatever. And then, but when was this? This was in the last uh, fifteen. 20, uh, I would 20 say, years? yeah, I would say right around the time I started being Frida. So okay. about okay. fourteen yep. years ago, maybe that I for family, other people like I, I don't know Albany. I walk down the street with rainbow stuff. On. Sure, I don't. You know, I I, I don't care anymore. You know, what whatever. You should right. You know, yeah, because I remember being young and like. Finding out, yeah. I guess, because I didn't know yeah. when I was really young. Well, yeah, but well, you wouldn't know. 
you wouldn't I, yeah. you wouldn't know anyway. Yeah. 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 But I remember when Dad told me, he was like, I like I think so. Like I'm pretty sure <laughs> that uh, Uncle yeah. David's gay. Yeah. And I was like, okay, great. Yeah. You know? And and obviously, you know, we we don't. And, and but... they've seen me in drag. I mean, him, yeah. you yeah. doing your father. Oh yeah, we've come. My best my best thing was remember the nursing home. <laughs> yeah. My mother was in the nursing home trying to get over a sickness, and she's like, and she wasn't doing well. And I said, Tisa, I'd like to see her, see her, have her. She loved Frida. A couple of times, she's grabbed a mic and sang with me, you know. <laughs> yeah. So, um, Carmi and I went over to the facilitators of the nursing home and said we'd like to do a show here, and they let us do a show there. And you were there. I was yeah, there. Yeah. I remember. Very and cool. it was fun. One person was like, fabulous and <laughs> ran out in the middle of the show. But most of them loved it. And we did all songs from the 40s and 50s that cool. they knew. It was a lot of fun. And mom had a good time. That's why we did it. I love doing stuff like that. I love like, yeah. I do a kid's show every year in drag. On, for Pride. Oh, not on TV, but on uh, just, uh, just a live yeah, like, drag show. Very cool. Yeah. Well, I've always said my father has got to be... For a straight man, the closest thing to gay. <laughs> Our road well, look trips, at how you're Dave, dressed. Well, that's the thing is, <laughs> you know, people always, isn't it, isn't it strange, like, a straight guy who dresses well, you know, people will assume, well, he's probably gay. Yeah, we've been mistaken for gay. We have. We haven't told that story. We haven't. No. What are you not telling me, Sean? <laughs> so, but but what, what I was going to say, and then we'll tell this story. Yeah. My Our family road trips, the CD player would be filled with Barbara Streisand uh, Connie Francis, Barry Manilow. <laughs> um, I mean, I'm telling you, it's un- it's and his. If there's music that he loves most, it's music he can really dance to. Now he he taught special education for 33 years, and one Halloween, he and two of his faculty members dressed in drag and in like the senior student lounge uh, performed "It's Raining Men" all day. <laughs> As the students <laughs> went from class to class. <laughs> well, you really are a miracle. I have video of that. You are a miracle. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> my mother was a nun, was and my dad nun. does things like that. Wow. Yeah. God, that's really weird. Yeah. God, that's awesome, though. What the heck? Well, we, it's like I saw a, a straight couple at, at the play in the park once, and the guy came, and a woman sat down, and she was playing with the kids. The guy came out, and he put on an apron, and he spread out the tablecloth, and he put... <laughs> silverware on the blanket yeah. and he had all the little dinner said okay kids come on i'm like wow wow yeah and so we'll tell our story in one second but yeah. that just reminded me so we just now when i picked up uncle david at dunkin donuts <laughs> yeah there were these two guys there with a bunch of kids and i said oh it must be ladies day what you know little women sure. around and the, the right. dad's got the kids today yep. getting them some breakfast nope he says Oh no! They set off my gaydar instantly. So, <laughs> gaydar, so this yeah, is what yeah. I was going to ask you: is as someone who's gay, do you feel like you can pick up on mm-hmm. it a lot quicker than Chris or I? Uh, a, a lot of t- a lot of time. I mean, it's not nobody can just look at anybody and say, "Oh, they're gay," or, right. unless there's some people you can. But I, I pretty much know that there's a possibility of someone by yep. watching them for a couple minutes. Okay. You know? Different mannerisms. Different, or... Yeah, even just stuff they say or whatever, you know, or, you know, they've got a tattoo that says insert here on their cheek. 
Yeah, that's kind of <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, stuff like that. You can right, tell. Yeah. No. That but I have pretty good. I have pretty good. I've always had pretty good gaydar. I, as a matter of fact, I there was a girl in high school. I, I used to say, "Oh my God, she's a lesbian," and be like, "No, she's not." I'm like, and I wasn't out, but yep. this was a lesbian I was talking to. She goes, "She is not." And then later, the years later, we both were at Waterworks, and she was there with her girlfriend. I said, "Told you, knew it." <laughs> Call <laughs> that one. <laughs> Yeah, so we were at a, a bar. This is uh, months ago now. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. And help me help me with the, the event. Okay. So a woman First came up all, to it's, me, it's, right? It's, it's a bar where if you went in, if you walked in with jeans that were clean and a T-shirt without holes. <laughs> right. You were the high end. Yeah. Yeah, it's like a trucker bar. Right. So it was the kind of bar where, uh, like, they serve, like, throw a beer through a window and say, drink it. Yeah, right. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. yeah. As, like, towny as it gets, yeah. I, I suppose. Yeah. So the, a woman came up to, to me, right? right? And We're sitting at the bar, and a, and a girl comes up to me. How did yeah. she open the, the thing, you remember? She says, um, I, I don't know if it was, I hope you're not offended. I have, to, I, just, I have to ask, something like that. Right. It wasn't even, there wasn't even a hello, really. Yeah, right out of the gate. Yeah. And I said, well, well, no, go ahead, whatever you want. And then she said, are you gay? Because my friend and I are talking over here, and we kind of had like almost like a little bet going on. Right. Uh, and because the guy she was talking to was this guy who I actually went to high school with, and he knew me and said, no, he's not. And she was like, no, no, like, he is. I'm gonna <laughs> and now the whole thing is like ingrained in our memory here. You were wearing. Yeah, I had this, this short sleeve, like orange V-neck T-shirt on. Right. And you had... And I was wearing orange shorts, actually. <laughs> right. Oh, you dressed in the same color. Exactly. Aww. Exactly. So, that, I guess we just uh, we set off the gaydar. But, but you know what's funny is there was a group of guys at the table behind us who were a lot rougher than us. Right. And they, they like started laughing right away. Like, no, they're not. Yeah. No, so, and they were, they were good about it, too, because yeah. the guy goes... Well, you, you're not offended. You can't be offended by that. I said, no, we're not no, of offended. Not. I just thought it was interesting. Right. Talking about bars, you ever go to the Roadhouse? You know the Roadhouse is? No. It's kind of like a biker bar. Okay. Somebody had the bright idea for us to do a show there about 15, 12, 13 years ago, maybe. And we walked in, and it's all biker <laughs> chicks and bikers and leather, and, and they're on leather and everything. And I'm looking at Amanda, and she's looking at me. I was like, what the hell did we get ourselves into? They really liked the show. It was pretty funny. Yeah. But I was like, I, uncomfortable, party of one. <laughs> it was the weirdest place. But they appreciated it, and it was fun. So, you know, once that's what I, that's what I like about Frida. Once she gets going, I, and it's just all about sense of humor. You have to have a sense yeah. of humor. So you're about everything, you yeah. know. All right, who who would do better in in the gay community, me or Sean? Um, look at that I don't hair. Know. Gingers are big right now in the gay community. Are they? Gingers are big Why? in the gay community. Look at us. It's just well, we're right. pale. Yeah, but look at that hair. No, <laughs> look at that hair. <laughs> you know that's... that hair. I would like wear a longer version of that hair yeah. as Frida. Okay, and say I was Irish. Frida sure. O'Munchon. Frida O'Munchon. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever done any drag <laughs> other than Frida? Have you ever been anybody else? Yes, I do Mae West a lot. You do? Oh, Mae oh. West. Mm. It's not the man of my life. It's the life in my man. <laughs> oh. Perfect. 
As a matter of what fact, what is it? Come up to see me. What was Mae West? Oh, come up and see me. Come sometime. up and see me sometime. Man. I had a whole bunch of her sayings too, and there's there's stuff she said I never knew she said. It's she was a big, but I loved her. She yeah. was really cool. Yeah. I've done her. I did Cindy Lauper once. I didn't look like her, but I had the vibe. I had this like red hair with all different colors in it, and I had like three different things on. It didn't match at all, and co- and co- <laughs> and uh, combat boots. Yeah, okay. and I sang uh, "Girls Just Want to Have Fun" and sure. "She Bob," which is about masturbation. Just thought I'd let you know. Did you know that? Well, no, I did not know that. <laughs> I didn't know that song. <laughs> right. But we're after that. Check oh, it out. I'm going to have really to now. Cool, yeah. Cause right. She says you can't stop messing with the danger zone. Mm-hmm. All right. Not Kenny Loggins. <laughs> no, no, that's okay. not no, that's no, danger not. zone. <laughs> it's, a it's a different danger zone. It's a different danger. All right, so you've touched on this a little bit with you know the benefits and it being for charity, but best part about being Frida, worst part about being Frida? The best part part of being Frida is just doing good, right? You know, making money for other people, making people laugh and smile. That's what it's all about for me. Yeah. The worst part of being Frida is the pain, the pain, the heels, the pain. Yeah. Well, I I was born with a right shoulder defor- deformity, and it really hurts now all the time. And my my boobs are are like <laughs> six pounds of bird seed. Oh, bird geez. seed. Bird seed. Which, Interesting. Which expands in the heat. It's really cool in the sun. <laughs> Everything. Like, but um, the, and um, I can't. My doctor just told me I can't hit, wear heels anymore. Mm. So I'm gonna. I've got funky sneakers, and I'll get. I'm gonna buy Crocs and put glitter on them. Okay. <laughs> How the hell did you walk in? Like when you first started yeah. walking in heels, what was that like? It's impossible. It took me like two weeks walking around my apartment. Because yeah. I still. I never could really wear big, big high ones because I've just have. I've had arthritis on my knees since I was a kid. So, but, but even health, I mean, you or I couldn't handle it, Sean. No. Oh, I'm sure you fall could. all over the place. Oh, you would at first, but yeah. you'd get used to okay. it. Okay. Yeah. All right. That's part of the job. And you can't, well, you know, I, 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 one thing that bothers me, and I'm not naming any drag queen in particular, in the out of town drag queens that I've seen before, yeah. they get in drag and they walk like a trucker. I'm like, Please try to walk like you're dressed like a woman. Try to walk like a woman. I I'm Mira Bette Midler's walk. She's got a little sachet with her shoulders. That's how I that's how I got my Frida's walk. Okay, by watching Bette Midler. But the yeah, the worst part is being getting older and like it's you know, it's it's hard. It's hard. But so, I I'm better now. With I had sneakers on the other night. It was really good and <clears throat> works. There will be a lot of Frida fans. We hope listening to this. Mm-hmm. Where can we see you next? The, yeah, the, and and the future of Frida. Let's see. She's going to drag on as long as she can. Okay. Drag on. I like that. Okay. Uh, next Sunday at Rocks, we're doing a benefit for the Albany Soup Kitchen. Okay. That's the 22nd at 5 o'clock. Uh, and the 29th at Ro- 28th, Saturday the 28th at Rocks, we're doing a show called Dragapalooza. Right after Thanksgiving. Right after Thanksgiving. Okay. We're going to have a, and we're just going to be like a, it's going to be like Liberace exploded all over the bar. <laughs> We do it every year, and last year we had pictures of Judy Garland, and, and uh, this year we're going to have a Wonder Woman wall, and uh, my good friend Chardonnay Latiz, <laughs> she's the one who comes up with all the decorations. She's amazing. The hall looks really good. I'm also the 12th doing a burlesque show where I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be Mrs. Santa Claus, and I, and I wrote a dirty version of The Night Before Christmas. Oh, oh man. I hear that. Yeah. yeah, December 12th. That's that rocks. It's a burle- It's a Christmas burlesque show. After real girls, you'd like it. There's real girls in this show. It's a burlesque show. We'll be there, December twelfth at rocks. And after nine that, o'clock. maybe you'll come on the podcast and perform the dirty vision 
of oh, Dirty Version. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Right, I like yeah. That. Okay. yeah. On, right before Christmas. Yeah. Oh, my God. On Horny, on Comeback, <laughs> on whatever, you know? I don't remember it because I'm old. Well, know. you said you started drag later than when most people are yeah. about hanging it up, yeah. right? Yeah. So, but you're not eyeing retirement. Um, I, I've been saying lately that when I'm 60, I'm going to stop. That's too soon. But I, you know, and then people are like, every time I even mention it, I get 100 people going, you can't stop. Freedom must live forever. <laughs> I'm like, well, freedom going to live forever. <laughs> I got news for you. But um, I, I'm hoping, I mean, I do an Easter parade every year in Albany, an Easter march. I can't call it a parade. <laughs> an Easter march every year in Albany. Uh, we have a brunch at Rocks, and then we walk around the park. You know, yep. people beep at us and everything. And um, I plan on doing that as long as I can. Great. All right, David. Here's how we end each episode. And as Sean told me, you are a movie, TV, reading, listening buff. Oh, so yeah. this will be good for you. Yes. What are you watching, reading, listening to? Well, I love the new Supergirl show. Oh, yeah. yeah. Is it good? It's really good. Yeah, okay. I'm surprised. I didn't give it much chance, but the first week was good. Second week was really good. Third week was good. So I'm really hopeful. Cool. Okay. I like that. I like Walking Dead. I love The Walking Dead. Yeah, Sean I too. love The Walking. I love The Walking Dead and Bugs Bunny. <laughs> <laughs> and, and Supergirl. And Supergirl. And Supergirl. And Supergirl. I'm watching and uh, movies. I go see a lot. I'm, I must go see like. Did you see Spectre? I didn't see it yet. Okay. I'm going to see it this week. Right. I want to see that. I go see all the James Bond movies. Yep. I like those. There's a good Christmas movie coming out called Krampus. Did you hear about that? No. It's about a little kid who – it's a family getting together for Christmas, and a little kid goes, I don't believe in Santa Claus anymore, and Krampus is the evil Christmas spirit. Uh-oh. It's a horror movie. It looks really good. <laughs> Yeah, it looks really good. Okay. And listening, um, today's music is doo-doo, caca. No good. No good. Justin Bieber. Well. Oh, I don't like her. Um, <laughs> Taylor Swift writes good songs, yeah. but vocally, eh, mm. eh, Okay. You know, Miley Cyrus. <laughs> now, what if I were to tell you I, mm. I, I kind of like the new One Direction song? <laughs> Are you sure he's not gay? Are you, have, have you tried? He'll tell you what that have direction you, is. Yeah, yeah, right, exactly. I haven't heard it yet. I haven't yeah. heard it yet. No, I can't uh, say. Can't There's a lot of people down. today that I really like because sure. like, I love Adele and I like oh. I like singers. You know, there's a lot of people today that are really not singers. No, they of just, not. you know, they I go mean, in a studio. And, you know, yeah. and it's, we're in a world where Kim Kardashian can be one of the biggest talents in the world. Right. She has had no talent. Right. <laughs> All right, well, then, okay, so even some of the older stuff. We would just enjoy listening to Judy Garland. Is, yeah, Judy Garland, Cindy Lauper, Barbara. Typical gay stuff. You know, there's a test to see whether you're gay or not. Is there? Yes. Do you want to take it? We should take. That. <laughs> well, I think it's going to be probably one question, right? Go ahead. Uh, no, it's oh. well seven quick questions. I'm going to give you a, a first name. You give me their last name. Perfect. Oh wow. Okay. Judy. Well, well Garland. Garland now. Bet. Midler. Midler. Joan. Rivers. Ark. <laughs> <laughs> Joan. Joan. Uh, Jet. John no. Jet, no. Crawford. Yeah. John Crawford. Yeah, John Crawford. Okay. 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 Betty. White. White. <laughs> well, that actually works now. Yeah. But yeah. it's Davis. We love Betty White. Betty, Betty Davis. Betty Davis. Davis. Yeah. Okay. Eartha. Kit. Very good. I'm gay. Oh. 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 Okay. Well, wait a minute. Time out. Catwoman. Yeah, that's well, why there you know you go. her. That's why you know her. Yeah. She, she played, played. She was Catwoman. one of the people who played Catwoman gotcha. in the Batman. 60s. She was. The, she was my favorite one. 
Now, I know Halle Berry played Catwoman. Oh, wow, that doesn't count. Are you? Did you see her? It's about the pants there. They couldn't have been a good movie of with course not. good acting. With, right. No, so okay. Right. But she looked good. Yeah. She Fine. looked good. Fine. Sometimes it's Ethel. Old. Ethel. Merman. Ethel. Oh, my God. He's so gay. <laughs> First of all, now wait, who is Ethel Merman? Who is? She was a Broadway star okay. in the 40s, 50s, 60s, 70s. Okay. The last album she did was a disco album of all her old oh, songs. Oh, yeah. But acting, right, too, or no? Yeah, did, yeah she acted. She, did, she was in a lot of movies. She was in It's a Mad, 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 Mad World. That's where I know her from. Okay. Have you ever seen that movie? No. Oh, Funny movie. Good. It's got every comedian from the early sixties on it. Okay. Right. It's like it's like an all star team of comedians from that era. And I think it's it's still one of you the funniest think, so movies funny. I've ever seen. It, is. it translates now. Yeah. Okay. I'm gonna There's two movies it. that I think are the funniest I've ever seen. It's that and Barbara Streisand's What's Up Doc. If you haven't seen What's haven't Up Doc with it. Barbara Streisand and Ryan O'Neill, it is one of the funniest movies ever made. Okay. So watch it. All right. Basically Do we go through all the seven names? I think so. Okay. I think we got. Yeah, okay, I think yeah. we did. Yeah, okay. yeah. So I'm. You're I'm, I'm on the spectrum. <laughs> yeah, I'm on the spectrum. You're in the outer fringes. <laughs> That's right. Um, it's your fault just because you've been saying these names at Christmas time know, for the I, last I, 20 years know. of my life. Well, that's so. because I – what do you want for Christmas? Oh, the Complete Doors Day series. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, no, real quick. It's a yeah. man, 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 mad world. Right. Basically, there is this car accident in the, in the beginning and a number of people in the cars following that car – Go and, and go down to the person who got in the accident, and he tells them there's all this money buried under a big W, and he get and, and he just tells them like the direction or like okay. where it is, and then he dies. And so then he dies, and when he dies, he kicks a bucket, and like, it literally rolls down the kicks hill, a bucket, and he goes, <laughs> he kicked the bucket. Uh, so then the whole movie is essentially the race to get to this big W, okay. even though they don't know what they're looking for. Yep. But the way, I mean, just the way things develop with these comedians who are they're essentially like paired off. Yeah, they're each like two people in a now, car. Like, the movie Rat Race wasn't a remake. The of that Rat one. Race it was, it was a, a loose interpretation yeah. okay. of It's a Mad, okay. Mad, Mad, Mad World. Okay. They yes. even tried to get a number of comedians in it. Yeah. I think sure. because it was so inspired by that yeah. movie. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, reading. What are you reading? Comic books. Yeah, which kind? Actually, I'm, I'm reading a, a book right now. I went to Comic Con. And well, I went to that thing with you too. Right. Uh, what Chiller. was Chiller. Chiller. Went yeah. to Chiller. Comic Con in San Diego. Comic-Con? I went to Comic Con in New York. The New oh, York. Yeah. It was great. It, yeah. But I went to Chiller with Sean and and, and his father, and I <clears> met <throat> the a woman who played the maid in Mommy Dearest. Oh yeah, yeah. You know you don't know Mommy Dearest, do you? I don't. Faye Dunaway's best performance. No, I know that name. <laughs> it's 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 like a sick. It's yeah. Right. She plays Joan Crawford, who beat her children, basically. Okay. You know, it was from a book that Joan Crawford's daughter wrote. But the point is, she's she's in it. She plays the maid in the movie, and she kept a diary of the making of the movie. So I bought that book, and I got her to sign it. But, cool. But you know, her big her biggest part in the movie was she's cleaning, and Joan Crawford comes up. She goes, she moves the plant. She goes, how many times have I told you you have to clean under the plant? <laughs> And then she goes, like, she chops down a tree, and she does to her daughter, Christina, bring me the axe! I mean, <laughs> to campiest. And she was nominated for an Oscar for it, but it was just, it kind of ruined her career because mm. everybody said, oh, you're Joan Crawford. What about, and what trip. about wire hangers? Oh, they play yeah, yeah. Doesn't that's what she goes in her room all drunk. She goes in her daughter's room. Her daughter's got a little party dress on a wire hanger. She drags her out of bed. She goes, I told you no wire hangers. I'm 
her! And she starts beating her with a wire hanger. <laughs> fun, okay. fun, so no, fun yeah. stuff. That does sound fun like, stuff. Yeah. This is part of the fabric of my childhood, though, right. because, because my <laughs> uncle would always say to my grandmother, like, I'm not, I won't remind you when you took out the wire hanger. Like, we'll be in public, and he'll be right. like, She'll hit me with wire hangers if I talk back. And it's actually when she died, I miss her. But every when she died, I had I had given her a little wire hanger Christmas ornament and I put it in the I love it. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> so Chris, what are you reading, watching, listening to? Boy, um, it's been a couple of weeks since we've done. A, 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 still, a, you still haven't read anything. Have you? No, you know what? I actually, because of my trip to LA, uh-huh. I was able to do a lot of reading and watching, which was good. Um, so I finished my book, I Am Pilgrim, oh, which right. is excellent. Um, after Veterans Day, you know, after Veterans Day, you see all these articles pop up on Twitter, really cool things to read. I read uh, a really interesting piece back from, I think it was from 2010, though, in GQ about um, Arlington Cemetery, National Arlington oh, Cemetery. Sure. Some GQ. really cool... Gay. Yeah, I subscribe. <laughs> I subscribe. Um, and and that, was, that was excellent to, to go back and read that. It's really well done. Um, I, on the flight out to L.A., I watched the movie Dope, which I loved. It's, oh, it's not the, all that well-known. I think it came out last year. It's, it's modern-day teenagers in Englewood, California, obviously a really rough city in this country. Um, but it... These three teenagers, even though it's 2014 or 15, whatever, um, are obsessed with the late 80s, 90s R&B rap culture, which is like, you know, my childhood, too. So it was really cool. Uh, It's really good. And then on the way back from L.A., I watched Whiplash, which I liked a lot. Whiplash, which one is that? The drummer. Yeah, the drummer, J.K. Simmons. Yeah, I didn't see it, but I heard it was really, really good. good. Yeah, Yeah. he's excellent in it. Simmons definitely deserved the the Academy. That's your, your boy from Fantastic Four. Is yeah. Reed Richards uh, is that drummer? Uh, uh, <laughs> Big that Fantastic Four guy Fantastic yeah. from the original Four, comics. The last hated Fantastic him. Four yeah. movie. Oh, the drummer's uh, name is um, what the hell is his? his I don't remember. Name. I've blocked out everything about the movie. No good, huh? You should watch to see it. Nishkeet. Yeah, Nishkeet. <laughs> something Miles. Something. Uh, yes. Yes. Miles Teller. Teller. Um, what am I listening to? Boy, I don't know. I, I'm really looking forward to Adele's new album. You mentioned Adele. Her yeah. new song is is incredible. I like it a lot. Uh, I like all the parodies going around. I know. Like, Brian and Richie goes, hello, and shows her <laughs> hanging up on him. <laughs> did you see that? No, I, no, I saw yeah. one Ellen did. Yeah. And, yeah. yeah, funny. Uh, I don't know. Nothing nothing outside of that. I'm reading I'm reading a, a script of yours. Right. Um, and that's it. Okay, great. Yeah. Is there a part for a woman in it? Is there? <laughs> a few women. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I am. I'm gonna watch Walking Dead tomorrow. It's getting it's getting real good. Okay. They in the since we last spoke, mm. they um seemingly killed off a character, although it wasn't 100 percent clear. Okay, you so there's yeah, yeah. So there's still kind of some speculation. A major character. Oh yeah. Okay. It, it's been in it since the second episode. Okay. The, so the question is: Is he alive? Isn't he alive? And if he's dead. How are they going to I guess, now, wrap up his storyline? Did they also do an episode? I think you told me this as well. They did an episode, 
a full episode that didn't even include his storyline. Right. The one right after oh, yeah. his right. apparent death. All right. So they made you wait a week. So we might find out. Right. So, okay. Well, yeah, there's even been one since then, too, oh, that didn't boy. answer the question. He's gone. I think so. Well, they, yeah. they, they know he's missing. At least you found out they know he's missing. Right. Okay. They know yeah. the other characters in the show now know that it doesn't look good oh, anyway. Um, but we haven't seen the last of him. It's just a question of in what form he comes back, mm-hmm. whether or not he's alive or dead, a flashback, he's a zombie, whatever. Okay. So I'm watching that. I saw Spectre. And? Well. You didn't love it. No. All right. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a big See, James I Bond guy. See, I could go to that movie, right? Tell me if I'm right or wrong. You know me well enough. I think I could go to that movie and just enjoy it because I don't know the background. Yeah, probably. My... I'm not going to ruin this movie because for Uncle David right. hasn't seen it, and the you know thousands of people listening. Right, exactly. <laughs> uh, I, the, the the few a few issues I had with the movie was I'll just I'll leave it at this. I thought they tried to shoehorn in too many like Bond references just for the sake of having them in there. Like we know it's a Bond movie. Like, do your own thing. I think what's been great about the Daniel Craig movies is that they've said, we can do James Bond, but not do the same stuff you've seen exactly for the last 50 years. Is Spectre a movie already in the Bond history? No, Spectre in Bond history, Spectre was this top evil organization that he would go against in a number of the movies. Okay, okay. And um, they lost the rights to use that for a long time and, and then just got the rights back. So they said, well, now that we have the rights, we ought to do this, yeah. do like a classic Bond movie. But I, but I think in doing so, they didn't make they didn't make a good enough movie now. They just made like pieces of other Bond movies. Okay. This is part of the problem I had. And the one thing I really didn't like was how they handled Spectre. Like we've had this buildup in the Daniel Craig movies of, you know, a, a decent villain, a decent villain. And then in this one, the villain to me, really good casting. Christoph Waltz, great actor. Like you'd think on the surface would be perfect and then it was kind of under delivered hmm. in my opinion all right what do we did uh, I'm, I'm reading things that daniel craig saying this is his last one well so he did this interview right after in which they asked him like you can do another one he's under contract i think for one more okay but that doesn't necessarily Means mean nothing. anything right. these days yeah so they asked him and he, he made some kind of comment along the lines of I'd rather break this glass right now and slip my wrists. But it was <laughs> wow. taken a little bit out of context. Oh, all right. And the way he was on the Today Show. You know, we all feel bad for him, don't we? Yeah, I know. You know, yeah. it must be real just right. hell. Well, he was on the Today Show this past week, and he How said. to be James Bond. Yeah. Well, and, and this, So what he, the way he kind of backtracked was yeah. that, look, I did that interview at the time when it was a, the equivalent of, you're, you're 200 yards away from the finish line of a marathon, and an interviewer runs up next to you and says, hey, you're going to run another marathon. Yeah, yeah. Okay. He said, so right now I just want to think about other stuff, sure. and whether I do another one, we'll see. Fair. So it's up in the air. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, that's what I'm watching. Reading, I think Frida Munchen would be a good Bond girl name, don't you? That would oh, be, actually. Be Austin yeah. Powers. I'm Bond. available, yeah, guys. Yeah, yeah, and Austin Powers. I'm available. I thought they were going to do three, like two separate trilogies of Austin Powers movies. I thought movies. so, too, and they're gone. What I, happened? They, they, they haven't done I mean, Mike Myers kind of fell off the map. I, I haven't know. seen him in really yeah, he anything. He really has. Right. He really has. Man. Um, I, I'm listening to the new Adele song as well. Yep. I think it's great. How about, I think uh, she's great. How about Hotline Bling by Drake? <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> I'm listening to it, but not by choice. It just comes you don't like on it. all the time. It's okay. I, I don't love the lyrics, I, but I, the beat is not. I, it's it's good. It's good music. It's okay. All right. You, yeah. I, I'm, you know, I, 
Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Enough said there. Yeah, that mm. was right. Um, yeah. You could close caption that, but it was... <laughs> along, along the lines of James Bond, what I'm reading, there was this magazine I saw. Uh, it was, I think, BBC magazine, but I saw it in a store. It was like about real-life secret agents mm. and some going back as far back as you know roman times just how you know intelligence for government and spies yep. for governments and and kind of how that all plays together just real life good stuff cool. so i'm i'm reading that that's cool okay. that's it man all right look at that we're back we are back <laughs> hey this was a lot of fun david thanks for doing it oh, man. my pleasure it was fun Thank you very much. You are very it, welcome. It, it, uh, I know it's not easy for a lot of people to open up about anything, but certainly stuff that others might find even more difficult to open up about. You right. were yeah. great in doing no that. No shame but. in my game. <laughs> I need your Christmas list. It's coming. Okay. <laughs> See that? Yeah. Come I on, know. Sean. I know. You know we're I need a, yours. We're, that's right. We're less than a month and a half out. I know. You don't have to get him anything for Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Close. You don't close, know our family. Right? It's yeah. very t shirt. Oh, Christmas and on our side of it. Oh, boy. It's, it's very rough, huh? very competitive. No, it's just huge. Okay. My father's yeah. always done, been big for Christmas. I mean, when we were three little kids, you could literally have presents piled up to the ceiling yeah. by the tree. Literally. Wow. No, it's no it's too much. Sure. But it's, it is too it'll it's never nice. change. Yeah, it's it's just, fun. You know. And we get to eat. That's. The best part. Do we ever and drink, mm. I hope. All Italian sure. food. Everything. Ooh, that's, see. Mm. see, I could have Christmas turkey and, and you know, filet or ham or whatever. If you just served Italian food on any major holiday, I'd be good. Yeah, me too. I'm I'd be good. Yeah. That would work for me. I like a nice turkey dinner on Thanksgiving. And it's, yeah. you know. Yeah, but the brujol. Ah, meatballs and stuff. I'm telling you. Yeah. Right. All right. We'll do Thanks, maybe let's do an all-food episode yeah. next time. Perfect. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and we'll have you back to sing. I, I would love now to. Now that would be awesome. cool. I would, would, I would cool. love to. And I'll even make believe I'm dressed like Frida. Okay. Perfect. <laughs> yeah. Even better. Yeah. And we'll be back next week. Yes, we will. On an hour you'll never get back. <laughs>